The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. An ambassador for the dogs and broadcasting live from Truist Park every day. All day, every day. It's time for Buck's Beat with Buck Baloo. Welcome to Buck's Beat Podcast. This is episode 80. Shifting gears this week as the baseball season is rapidly approaching and football season is coming to an end. So, suddenly find myself focused on the Atlanta Braves who are heading to spring training in a couple of weeks coming up in a few minutes former Braves second baseman and World Series champion Mark Lemke joins me to help break down the two big stories associated with the Bravos right now Fred McGriff making the Hall of Fame and Vaughn Grissom competing for the shortstop job Bucks beat is sponsored by Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. If you're in the market for a Lake Lanier property or a home up 400, get Mickey and his team working for you. Selling? Don't leave money on the table. Buying? Get Mickey to help you find it and provide you with five-star service. Call 678-341-7474 or go to GetMickey.com and get the deal done. I'm excited about my Braves. How about you? Got the spring fever, which is normal for me this time of the year. Plus, the boys down at the coffee shop are busy talking about the big or the biggest story with the Atlanta Braves coming into this 2023 season. Who is going to replace Dansby Swanson at shortstop? Brian Snitker is on record saying Vaughn Grissom and Orlando Arcia will compete for the job in spring training. And I guess if that doesn't work out, Alex Anthopoulos might have to make a deal or sign a shortstop, exiting spring training as the Braves make their way back to Atlanta to open the season. My money's on Grissom winning the job, and allow me to tell you why. Love Bond's all-around skill set. He's not one-dimensional. He can hit. He can flash the leather. Plus, my first impression of Vaughn Grissom tells me the guy is a winner, a team guy, fits the Braves' culture. Now, 41 games obviously is a small sample size, but I like what I saw overall. 39 of those 41 games, Vaughn was playing second base. But I tell you this, replacing Dansby Swanson is obviously a huge ask out of the Atlanta Braves. Swanson, an all-star, de facto captain of the Braves. 5.7 war, 25 bombs, 32 doubles, 99 runs, 96 RBI, only eight errors, and 592 chances last season. Folks, that is big-time production that the Braves are trying to replace. My advice to Vaughn? Well... It would be, don't focus on those Dansby Swanson numbers. Don't want to be intimidated with that. Man, just be you. Just be Vaughn Grissom. 
Now, seeing Grissom play only one game at shortstop in the show last season has us all flying blind. But spring training games will take care of that. And it's really good to hear Snit say Grissom will only play shortstop this spring. Hey, that makes sense. Don't put too much on his plate and stick him out in left field seeing what he does out there. Just let him play shortstop. Let him focus on that. And one more thing. I'm not the only one betting on Vaughn Grissom. Sounds like Coach Ron Washington has sold on him too after coaching him up through two one-week sessions working on his defense. And, you know, Ron Washington typically doesn't brag on players that he's not high on. The first spring training game comes up February 25th against the Red Sox. Man, I can hardly wait. Bucks beat. Joining me now is former Brave second baseman Mark Lemke, played in four World Series, a World Series champion in 1995, a colleague on the Braves radio network for years as we did the pregame show. Lemmer, hope things are going well, man. I miss seeing you. All's good, Buck. Uh, yeah, I miss being around the ballpark, but uh, just enjoying the retired life, spending a lot of time uh, in Florida with some family and enjoying the sunshine and the beach. Wanted to talk to you about Vaughn Grissom, Lemmer, as we go into spring training. Gets cranked up in three weeks. Uh, Vaughn Grissom with an opportunity to win the shortstop job down in spring training. Uh, we saw him play 41 games a year ago, but only one of those were at shortstop. So we've got a really small sample size on what he's able to do there. Limmer, what was your first impression watching Grissom play last season in the show? I was really impressed. Uh, matter of fact, I'd heard his name. Uh, you know, they moved through the system so quick now. I had heard some talk about him in the minor leagues, looked him up. So I, I believe he's an Orlando kid around that area. Um, probably good schooling, played a lot of good baseball, I'm sure. And uh, I was impressed. Uh, I'm impressed with all, all the young guys nowadays, uh, Buck, because I know in my day breaking in, it was tough enough. But these kids just seem to be so mature and ready to go. And uh, was it? His first game, maybe at Fenway Park, where he hit the home run. I'm like, my goodness, that that is showing me something. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he hit the ball really well, getting out of the gate there. Uh, hit three eleven in August, uh, two sixty six in September. That's when I guess there was a scouting report came out on him. They started getting him out. I think he went six for his last thirty six late in the season, but. Uh, I liked his all-around skill set. I mean, to me, he could swing the bat. We saw that. He had some pop. Uh, defensively at second base, looked like he made the, the routine plays, made them sort of uh, effortlessly. And I was really impressed with his makeup. It seemed like, you know, he's a good team guy, a guy that was trying to soak up all the knowledge from those veterans that were in the dugout. I was totally impressed. Yeah, me too, uh, Buck. But I think the Braves have that reputation. I don't think – you're going to see guys that aren't good in the clubhouse, that aren't uh, willing to learn. And I think they, you know, over the years had very good uh, veteran leadership to lead the way. And obviously the people who run the organization do a great job at that as well. As far as his versatility, he, he's a, I don't really know his size. He appears to be a little bigger kid. Uh, I'm sure he can handle second base, but I, I think he can handle shortstop as well. He's an athletic Good hands, good arm, can play the middle infield, either either position. 
and it's it's over the years has changed a little bit. You need a second baseman. Actually, I don't know. They're changing the rule, but before you need a second baseman that could almost play on the other side of the infield as well. Yeah, and Albies can handle that, obviously. But the mm-hmm. doubters, Limmer, doubt uh, the stature. He's 6'3", 210 pounds. Uh, the doubters out there saying, is he too big to play the position? What do you interpret that to mean, that he can't get to all the balls? They're doubting his range at the shortstop spot? Uh, you know, that's interesting. There's always going to be doubters. And don't forget, Chipper Jones <laughs> came up with a shortstop but uh, I never saw a problem with a guy six foot three. They always talked about uh, even Cal Ripken. Oh, he'll right. go out and be a, a third baseman. And look at Cal played short forever, you know. And you say to yourself, I, I don't know about the, the height. To me, I think it's kind of an advantage. And I don't look too far down the road. But I think that's where that comes from. Maybe he's a bigger kid, and they think, well, maybe he'll fill out and slow down a little bit. And, He'll, he'll be more of a corner guy or somewhere else on the field. But I, I think the Braves kind of know what they're doing when it, in regards to that. Yeah, Ron Washington and Vaughn have worked already. They had made plans to have three one-week sessions during this offseason down in New Orleans where Washington resides during the offseason. They've been through two of those sessions. And the little bit Ron Washington has talked, he's been – offering up some encouraging thoughts on what he's seen down there. They'll have another one down at the spring training site before the pitchers and catchers show up. So this guy's, I mean, he's putting in the work, man. Uh, do you think just making the routine plays at shortstop will be enough to win that job, or do you have to do more than that? No, it's a bonus if you do more. Obviously, at any of those infield positions, you want to be able to at least have the routine play down. Whatever else you do just adds to your fielding prowess, I guess. But, you know, Ron Washington, look, he's seen them all. I mean, he's seen them all. If anybody would know, he would know. The other guy I think is kind of a sleeper on the bench. you got Walt Weiss, one of the better defensive shortstops in, in baseball when he played. And Walt, I'm sure – quietly gets asked to give a nod what do you think and so i mean he's got some good company around there on that coaching staff no doubt offensively i i would assume snit if he wins the job you'll see him hitting somewhere near the bottom of the lineup seven eight nine in the batting order uh, you know my advice uh, would be uh, look swing at strikes put the ball in play not a lot of pressure down at the bottom of the lineup what about you I agree, and especially nowadays when they're going to have the DH there, so you're not going to have to really figure that position out, whereas they may pitch around, you may not. If you're, you're coming up, the top of the order is going to be coming up next, so you're going to have Ronald Cunha, if he stays there, will be the next place. So you're going to see some good pitches down there, but I don't think that part will bother him, and I don't think he could have a better manager than Brian Snicker to be a young kid breaking in. You talk about... Uh, the perfect situation. Uh, Smith won't put any extra pressure on him. He'll know when he's going good. He can play every day and when maybe you need to sit him down a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a win-win situation for him. As far as long, long-term, Buck, I, I see him as a pretty good hitter. Uh, I don't know how you construct a lineup because the Braves lineup is pretty darn good. But I see him as a guy that could hit towards the top, could hit second. Right. And with his size, who, who knows what he could do? Six three, you can you can be a third place hitter too. 
Yeah, Dansby hit second most of the year last season. And look, while I got you on, man, I got to ask you about the deal Dansby got. Seven years, $177 million with Chicago Cubs. And, you know, I'm wishing him uh, the best up there and really uh, admire the job that he did here. So that, that leaves a leadership void on this team. He was the de facto team captain a year ago. So you got Freddie gone to L.A., you got Dansby gone to Chicago, and so I'm wondering who's going to pick up the slack as far as the leadership in the clubhouse, or am I overplaying that? Um, yes and no. It's great to have a Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson in there, but I think you're going to find out. You're going to see some guys. You'll see an Austin Riley. Uh, uh, is now a veteran. Albies is a veteran. Those guys, those guys will provide that leadership that, that they need in that clubhouse. I don't think that'll be as big a factor as, look, you're taking some big offensive production away at shortstop and a guy that was as steady as they come in, Dansby Swanson. And speaking about the lineup, look at the year Dansby had when they moved him up to the second spot in the order. See much better pitches. You get up maybe that one extra at bat every game. And, boy, he really – flourished when he got up to that number two hole. Yeah, Sean Murphy, a veteran, comes in, going to take over the, behind the plate. And I look at him as a guy that will, will take over some of that leadership role. Catcher typically is going to do some of that anyway. Uh, you know, even a signing like Pilar, who they brought in here with a minor league deal, if he ended up making the team, would be a guy that would take over some of that leadership role too. Agreed. The, the problem with Murphy, I'll like I'll – I know about him because he played in Oakland, was the reports you get. And, and you got to trust the reports. Uh, obviously, when you're playing on the West Coast and Oakland, you don't see very often, just like Matt Olson. And uh, we got to see how good a player Matt Olson was. Yeah, I'm really impressed with Murphy. Looking forward to seeing more of him. So, Fred McGriff into the Hall of Fame. I know you were close with Fred, a teammate here in Atlanta. Voted into the uh, class of 23. We get to enjoy seeing him going into Cooperstown this year. What are your thoughts on the crime dog getting in? Well, I, I toned down a little bit, Buck. Uh, at first, I was like, well, it's about time. <laughs> I mean, what? You're going to get him in <laughs> <No>. trouble. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, boy, they're going to put that as a headline. I said, well, at least he's in. You know, you're in that place. Uh, I'd like to see Andrew Jones. I'd like to see Dale Murphy in there. But uh, I'm sure they'll get their day. But, uh, you know, I was happy as could be for Fred. I think he deserved it, Buck. You look at the numbers and you say, you know, why hasn't he been in before? Uh, clean player, uh, wasn't bad to anybody, was a good person. The only thing maybe you fault Fred for is he just didn't draw a lot of attention to himself. He was just real steady, quiet, came in, did his job, played every day, never, never got out of the lamp and uh you know one of the things i always remember about fred saying to me he would say he goes i don't care who's pitching he <laughs> goes i'm never going to come in with a headache well he meant like a randy johnson right you know somebody like that he says i'm not taking it. he goes you know what he goes i might strike out three times but i might run into one <laughs> and i said that's why he's in the whole thing five-time all-star 95 yeah. world series champ he he joined you guy, he was with uh, the Atlanta Braves, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, uh, sort of in the prime of his career there. What, what Did the ball sound different off his bat when you were standing around the cage? Uh, you know, 
I made the mistake as a young minor league player. I saw Andre Dawson, who played my position, take batting practice. And the ball, it sounded like an explosion when he squared it up. And I thought, I got to beat him out. I better find another job. What about the crime dog? I think the same way. Uh, My first impression when I heard the sound off of Fred's bat is, thank goodness he doesn't play second base. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Fred uh, brought that presence to the lineup. And, And not just for himself. He helped everybody else in that lineup because, you know, on the other side, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at the middle of that Braves lineup and saying, we got to find out somewhere else. If there's a tough situation, we may have to pitch around this guy or this guy and try to get the other guys out. Fortunately, back then, we had a deep lineup as well. But uh, And the crime dog was good defensively. He didn't get the credit, I think, defensively. You mentioned the five all-stars, Buck. Probably could be one of the hardest positions to get the nominee for an all-star. No doubt. There's great first basemen all over the place. He was the missing piece, though, right? I mean, you guys made some noise, 91, uh, 90, early in the 90s, but it was 95 before you were able to get that world championship in here. He he turned out to be the missing piece? Yeah. I mean, not that we were we were short at that position, but I think having that big presence, presence in the lineup, uh, Sid Green did a great job, great defensive first baseman, but when you get a guy like Fred McGriff, you're getting a premium at that position. And that year, he came over in 1993. You talk about a boost and a lift to ball club. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I've never been on a team that played from the moment he got to the team to the end of the season as well as we did. And we were, I don't know, seven or ten games, kind of like the team was this year, to be honest with you. They came from the big deficit to the Mets and came back and won, won a division. Scott Rowland gets in this class. I always admired what he was able to do at third base and uh, swinging the bat. Uh, Andrew Jones did not get in. And, you know, as a former professional outfielder myself, I I always was sort of in awe of the job Andrew did defensively. Ten goal gloves, uh, not, not getting in this time. But, you know, I think it's encouraging when you look at the voting. It's been trending up. He's gone from 19% of the vote to 34% to 41%. And now this year, 58%. And he's got four more voting cycles before he's up. And uh, with the way it's trending, it's looking like uh, Andrew Jones is going to get in. He's just got to be patient. I agree, Buck. And you're well aware of what it takes to play the outfield position. And everybody knows the premium one is center field. And to me, you know, I could be partial or not. Uh, best outfielder, center field, regardless. I played with some really good center fielders that I've ever seen, and maybe anybody's ever seen in the history of the game. Uh, I think Andrew is deserving of the Hall of Fame uh, nomination. I, I don't understand some of the process. Just makes it a little hard for certain guys. I think, you know, we've seen that with even a guy like Murph. But Andrew, to me, definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sure he'll get in there. If it's not next year, it'll be soon. And also Billy Wagner. Congratulations to Billy Wagner. Billy got up there in the voting, too. Didn't get in, but he's getting closer. Mark, always great to catch up with you. We appreciate your insight. Oh, thanks, Buck. Buck's Beat. There is one other big story regarding the Braves. The TV play-by-play job is suddenly available. After 18 years on the job with the Braves, Chip Carey is off to St. Louis and has taken the Cardinals' TV job. So, 
What happens here in Atlanta? Who takes Chip's job? Does Ben Ingram get that opportunity moving over from the radio side? Tom Hart is another name in the mix. Also, it doesn't sound like Bally Sports is on solid ground financially right now. So does it make sense for Ingram or Hart to make the jump? Stay tuned for the rest of the story. That's going to do it for this episode of Bucks Beat. Thanks for checking it out. Subscribe to Bucks Beat and get the latest updates every week from the most connected guys in Georgia sports. Follow Buck at BuckBaloo8 on Twitter and check out all the fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.